And welcome back to the Primetime Power Show right here live on Primetime Power Radio featured on the TuneIn Radio Line, Radio Deck, and Cloud Radio apps. Just search for Primetime Power Radio. Add us as a favor. We would definitely appreciate that. We're also streaming on PrimetimePowerShow.com as well as PrimetimePowerRadio.com. So for Uplift today, by the way, I'm Derek May. Tonight we switched it up a little bit. We got a special guest interview on the Primetime Power Line. We have Priscilla Woodson. She is an international performing artist and she has a repertoire that includes being a singer songwriter entrepreneur mental health and wellness advocate life coach pastor and author priscilla thank you for joining us on the primetime power show tonight thank you so much for having me derek i'm so honored awesome thank you thank you so much yes so i thought uh i see there's so much to unpack tonight so we're going to try to chip at it little by little but a lot of great things that i learned about you as i was able to explore on your website and also the additional information that you sent us here on the primetime power show but i always like to go back to the beginning to the origins where you started and how did you become who you are so let's talk about some things in regards first and foremost i know you're a native from miami florida coming from a two-parent household talk about that experience growing up and how it factored into your evolution of where you are and what you're still to be oh that yeah you're you're going right in so so for me so yes i am a native of miami florida born and raised and yes i was a a part of a two-parent household but filled with a lot of trauma. So as a result, I suffered a lot and I suffered silently. And much of all of that pretty much shifted and and shaped much of who I am as far as pain. When I, when I you know, left Miami, um, I left Miami abruptly because I had to escape because for me to stay was for me to die because I was suicidal. I come from a pathology of, of mental Ill- illness, depression, murder, and suicide. That was my truth. So in order to leave, I had to I had to be desperate and for me desperation was um, um, after going to the community college uh, abruptly left Miami Dade Community College and I went into the military military for me provided a roof over my head it provided safety and it provided me food I had no idea what I was doing I was clueless I was 19 but it was a way of escape and the United States Army just really helped just cultivate some things for me as far as giving me a grounding and a foundation and a fort me a position to, to 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 start recovery whatever that was right um but i i did have some good experiences of course you know while i was in miami because that's where again music discovered me that's where um the having the gift of sensitivity discovered me um you know where i had the opportunity to be cultivated under so many different um artistic programs so many different mentors no idea that they was shaping me again into what i am you know now as a woman of purpose is powering with the plan. So, um, you know, I have, you know, still have family back there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there was a lot, I, you know, I, I, I took away from Miami, but once I went to the military, that pretty much was the end for me as it relates to Miami. So now the, my tour of life literally started with the military, meaning now I'm traveling the, the world, you know, I'm being introduced to, to um, different ethnicities and nationalities and different languages and just different cultures. And, you know, my eyes are just really waking up and then really seeing, oh, wow, 
now. There are people just like me suffering silently. Oh, <laughs> what am I going to do now? <laughs> so that's when I went on this journey of, mm-hmm. um, of, of self-help. I had no idea what help was because during my era and growing up, there's no such thing as, as counseling and, and connecting with resources and things of that nature. So, um, so I just went on this journey of just, just, just researching for myself. And then um, along with that, I started this journey of spirituality, whereas now I'm mirroring what my mother showed me, you know, um, as it relates to trying to, to um, identify with a, a faith in my belief system. But all I knew as a child because of the trauma is all mama did was go from church to church trying to find Jesus. And um, I, I didn't know who he was, <laughs> but um, but I knew she was she was committed to finding him. And as a result of me, again, seeing that, because oftentimes as children, that's what we do. We mirror what our parents um, have done before us. So that's when I factored in self-help with my spirituality and and, and begin to somewhat find my way, um, my grassroots, my setting, my steps, um, direction, and, and all of those things, again, that, that further cultivated to me to, to be the person that I am today. Wow, that's that's quite a journey. So in regards to your music, you, you did start fairly young. You got exposed to, I believe you said you were 10 years old when you really began to get into it years old, formally. music discovered me. Okay. Um, I had no idea I even had a gift in music. This was a time, again, in the era where this church, um, you know, children wasn't allowed to be in a pulpit, let alone have a, to be a part of a choir. Right. And the director, music director, just so happens to ask my mom, could I sing a solo? And we we're like, what, 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 what is that about? So the, my very first song was um, Amy Grant, My Father's Eyes. From that point on, I immediately started a youth choir, started directing the choir, started directing um, a national choir as a result of going to camps. And that's when, again, people heard of me um, by way of one of my neighbors. And mm-hmm. that's when, again, the call stopped coming in and said, "You, I think you might have a prodigy on your hands. So again, that's when, again, being a part of the different music programs, they cultivated me and leadership positions on set. So I never had a choice in a lot of areas, you know, um, um, because, um, you know, I was denied the privilege of going to college. I actually had a full scholarship to go to Bethune um, Cookman College. But again, because of trauma, it said, you know, little girls don't go to college. Yeah, that so was you because have to of stay your, home. That was your music gift that gave you that opportunity, that scholarship. It opportunity. gave me that opportunity. Yes. Absolutely. But, um, but you so wasn't I able always, to take advantage yeah, of it because of circumstances. I wasn't able to take yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But it, it didn't stop me. But I didn't. But what I didn't realize that all of that training that I that I received, Derek, it still positioned me where I supposed to be even though I never you know I didn't get that um that music that degree in music composition and vocal mm-hmm. performance it still equipped me so just because we you know it, it, it things didn't turn out the way we envisioned don't mean that God still didn't have a plan Amen so um, I'm so glad I still stayed on that journey of of seeking help that's right all every method and every way and every journey isn't traditional it's unconventional yeah and it, it still led to the pathway where you were supposed to go to in your life so talk Talk about from Miami and you mentioned that the army did a lot of good things for you. And I know you concentrated mm-hmm. specifically one of the areas, human resource. That's is that correct? Yeah. And uh, just yes, share with us it, yeah. what, what made you lean into that particular area of that expertise and what benefits did you get from it? Because it sounds to me like that really helped you and molded you and, and gave you some some good, solid direction. It's so funny. Um, you, you should ask that. So I did not decide human resources. What happens is, is we, we, we take, um, you know, tests, um, scholastic tests um, when we enter the military 
military and whatever areas um, they where you score high, that's where they place you. And it's so funny because, again, with this gift of sensitivity that I had that, you know, even though I was broken and wounded, I was sensitive to also to your needs. So therefore, you know, I couldn't let it go and it disturbed me. But who would have thought that, again, that I would be a resource to humans? So the military even cultivated that. So, again, it gave me some fundamental trainings as it relates to, again, being, um, you know, working, interacting with humans and also being a resource and a source taught me how to communicate to them um, from a group setting, one one on one setting. You know, again, it gave me a lot of fundamentals um, as it relates to the practices of human resources. And then just so happens, you know, once I um, exited the military um, by ETS and um, honorable discharge, when I went to corporate America, guess what? Uh, you know, I get employed to the Department of Human Resources. Of so course. it just continued on. <laughs> yeah. So again, God had a plan. I had no clue. Again, I was clueless. I was a broken little girl <laughs> trying to just, I was just trying to live. <laughs> Absolutely. But along the way, you discovered a, a lot about who you are, particularly talents and gifts. And I'm going to uh, talk to you about that a little later in the interview. But one of the things that I noticed, I, I was on your website, uh, PriscillaWoodson.com. If you're out there, check it out. It's a great website. A lot of great information and detail in regards to who you are and all the things that you offer. But when I was on your website, one of the things that I noticed first and foremost was your name. So I saw your name, Priscilla Woodson, but you know what I noticed? Two words underneath your name, and that was okay. music and wellness. So tell us mm. about both of those words. Define exactly what those two words meant to you in regards to who you are and what you're all about. So music and wellness, first of all, is passion and purpose. Um, the area of which I am um, passionate is in my area of my gifting, which is my power, which is our, our gifts, our talents, um, our ideas, our vision, because all those things support that we have value mm. and, and worth and wealth. And also the, 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 the gift itself, the passion is designed to make room for us if we begin to utilize it. And because, again, that's an area I've been cultivated and I've been able to not only soar in, but have been able to minister me. Why not use a tool, mm -hmm. again, that sets me up with ease to begin to work? And then wellness. Again, this is another aspect a lot of people, um, I would say, didn't really know of me, but they did know of me. So wellness simply says, again, one thing I know about Derek is being broken. I knew what being unwell was all about. Right. Again, because that gift of sensitivity mm -hmm. kept niching at me. It kept mm -hmm. being a disruption and disturbing me. That's when I found out, again, because of the many doors and opportunities I came to continue to, to operate in. People are always seem to need to be empowered, be encouraged, be inspired. They need a word. So now I'm constantly teaching. I'm constantly encouraging. So again, wellness, I, I started that out even in the arts and entertainment um, industry, whereas I became it, providing pastoral care to the artists because I got tired of seeing, again, artists broken artists um, serving broken and then we're celebrating their brokenness. You know, it, it disturbed me that we're still perpetuating, you know, um, suicide and addictions. So wellness for me is, is not only providing pastoral care, I'm providing holistic counseling, talking about whole person treatment. I'm providing life coaching and life skills professional development. So God has gifted me with the ability to actually write wellness programs. So if you're ready to do your best to work, you don't know where to start. Who do I go? Or what do I do? This is one of the many things that God has equipped me with to write programs um, um, like into one of the projects I just released um, um, as I am. It is a mental health and wellness program centered on self-discovery. So everything I do on the well on the wellness side, again, it is centered around your mental health and wellness. And if you want to really do your best at work, well, 
whatever areas you know you're wanting to be well in and then not only just be well but again identifying some maintenance strategies you know how can i maintain it and sustain it with vitality so everything about music and wellness that's where again i am passion and purpose meaning i enrich lives of music and i transform the wellness why not work two things that actually authentically work together yep. and identify the authenticity of mm -hmm. me Mm -hmm. which are my truths that comes in the form of powers, your truth and art of knowing yourself. All of those things are designed for you to just show up and be and not announce. And wellness is not just one dimensional in regards to wealth and money, but it has many no. different facets. And I think I'm sure no. you, you've talked about that and counseled and worked with a lot of people to let them know that it's a lot more to life than just that area. Right. Right. Absolutely. Wellness is self-care, self-help, self-discovery, self-care, um, meaning you're taking action to preserve your your own health, self-help, mm -hmm. meaning you're just using tools and strategies that's going to support you and connecting without, you know, so much connecting with others, meaning you're, you're doing it by yourself yep. and self-discovery. Again, this is about you identifying your truths and, and doing your best to work to your truths, whether it be good, bad, or indifferent, because all of our truths are designed to work together for our good. And it's a very important so, so, work. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yes, a very important work. Yep, yes. Absolutely. You know, I'm always fascinated as to how a person decides to pursue their dreams through entrepreneurship. And I see that, as you just mentioned, a lot of things that you created and, you know, programs and, and I know you have businesses, et cetera. When did you identify your calling to start these businesses, start these programs that would impact others and also be a blessing to your personal life as well? That is an excellent question. So, um, Many people don't realize, um, again, whether it be entrepreneurship, whether they don't want to call it that yet, mm -hmm. side hustles and things right. of that nature, they're already working from a, a place of passion and they're able to do it with ease. Though we might not have all the resources in place, the connections, whatever. But what I found out is I have capacity, Derek. And I only found that out because, again, my best of work in, in my, my self-care, yep. self-help and self-discovery mm -hmm. and things of that nature. So things started to make sense for me. Again, I allowed music to lead the way because that was a part of the gift because that's designed to set you up with ease and make room for you. And then what happens is, is when you begin to, to utilize that gift, which is the origin of that is to give, you position yourself to at least get an environment that might be conducive to connect you with the purpose. Because yes. whatever environment you're serving in, you know, mm -hmm. whether you're volunteering or whether you're working, whatever, it's going to tell you what it needs. And then when you know who you are as it relates to your authentic self, talking about your power the truth and the art of knowing yourself you know what you can also in addition outside of music i can offer something else you know what i don't always have to sing i mm. can talk that's right oh wow i can actually talk right and i can contribute to a conversation and um i can speak to you know you know where you are where we are as human beings um as as humanity and things just started to align so I just stayed um, not only in alignment, but I stayed in contact with my creator, my God, my Lord and Savior. Everything that I do, Derek, is strategic. I get permission. I get instructions. I get the word. I get my foundational um, scripts and scriptures with everything I do. So anybody knows when I move, it's strategic. <laughs> That's right. Utilizing wisdom effectively from the one yeah. that has that has it all. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So it made sense now to connect passion and purpose. I 
had the opportunity to undergo a, a, a artistic program, a, a artistic incubation program here in the city of Columbus, Ohio, with the Lincoln Theater on the direction of Susan Bradford. And again, it, it, was, it was teaching artists that was stationed locally. Again, the business aspect um, um, of the industry of arts and entertainment, amongst many other things. And one of many things we had to do when we first signed up for the 12-month program is we had to provide three goals. And one of the goals is I wanted to find a life coach that specialized in the arts and entertainment, meaning they understood the culture, they understood yep. the lingual, mm-hmm. they understood all the dynamics. And by and by the end of that, I was you know sharing with my mentor, Susan Bradford, I said, I can't find nobody. She said, that's, that's because you haven't stepped up to the plate. What's next? I said, <laughs> she said, you you already know you've been doing it. Um, Go ahead and get your certification. Do what you need to do That's and right. get in position. That's right. I said, oh, OK. Again, that was all a part of uh, placing yourself in an environment that's conducive to where you want to go. Again, so you ask how I get started. That's one of many ways how I got started. So, again, I've always been that person. Again, whether it's in, in theater, whether it's in music, whether it's in dance. Uh, if the director wanted somebody, wanted an empowerment speech, wanted somebody to do prayer. Oh, here we go, Priscilla. We need you, Priscilla. So again, it was just always just presented, you know, to me. So I, it was almost like I didn't have to choose. It, it chose me. Oh, that's tremendous. So one of the things that I, I mentioned to you that I wanted to talk about a little bit is we understand and we know that God blesses us with gifts and talents and some yeah. have a few, some have more. Now, one of the things yeah. I noticed about you really quickly, you know, learning about you that you have plenty of them that were given to you. So I can only imagine the, uh, the challenge at times trying to really fulfill the potential in all those areas. The question I have is, how did you begin to discover them? You know, did they come little by little? Did they come in bunches in regards to identification of those gifts and talents? And how did you find ways to utilize them? And also, um, just talk about how God sets the provision to be able to walk in those as well. Wow, that that's a fully loaded question. <laughs> so one of my wellness programs, um, Derek, is entitled Aspire for Greatness, which is a holistic, um, another holistic program that's centered on um, imagination and creativity. So in this program, one of many things that comes out of this program, I have what you call a heart module. And the heart module, again, captures your powers. So what happens is the client, the students, whomever, they engage this process of identifying, again, what what your your assets looks like. Talking about your your gifts. Your, your gifts are natural ability endowed, empowered, and endowed by God, meaning not by mankind, and nobody have to teach it. Mm-hmm. You begin to, again, begin to list those things. And then talent. Talent is different from gift. Talent is also a natural skill or ability, but the difference is you have to be, you can be, you can learn that and be taught. So now I begin to coach, again, the clients and identifies what things have you also been learned or, or, or taught? What things have you gotten certifications in? Even now, that's factory and jobs. Jobs are talents, are they not? Because yep. the origin of talent me, is money. So that means we'll have you Mm -hmm. making money. That's a skill. So again, so I put this in this heart module. So what I do is I put the gift in the center of what you call this heart module, which is this spinning wheel. So though your gift um, is powerful, it does not have to stand alone. So it's designed to set you up. But depending upon the environment you're serving in, now that you have identified all of these powers, talking about your strengths, your assets, your gifts, your talents, your visions, your ideas, your dreams, aspirations, you've listed all your different jobs you listed things that you again all the different certifications you got when you in a pacific environment Derek what talent or what power is going to be beneficial to that environment that's going to allow you again absolutely. not to announce right but simply serve mm-hmm. absolutely 
Definitely. Yeah. So as a result, now you place your percep- yourself in a position of what, what I call an epic experience, mm-hmm. um, Derek. Epic means this is where experiment prelims and islands meets communities. What's preliming? Again, all these ideas that you had. This is the opportunity to work it when you were in the midst of community. Okay. And now you're no longer isolated alone, but you're now connected with community. So now you have to give yourself permission to connect with the community so you can have an epic experience. So that's how you can begin to identify with what you have. People say they don't have. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. If you do this vexed work and showing you that you do have these these talents and these powers, because if not, you're saying God is a lie and he's not a man that he should lie or the son of man that he should repent. It's not a lie. It's what happens is it's because it's called life happens, um, Derek. As a result, much of our strengths and powers and assets, they become dormant or buried because life is happening. Yes. So now let's support you with the wellness Mm -hmm. (laughs) so that we can begin to address that to free you up so that your heart can it can really breathe with ease like it's supposed to do because everything about your heart is designed to make room for your talents to do their unique and organic roles your heart is likened to the gift and your talents is likened to your organs organs when i'm talking about organs i'm talking about your lungs your kidneys again your brain all these different aspects and components of your body so when your heart begin to just beat meaning you at least just utilize and releasing the gift you give room now for all the other aspects of you to come to life absolutely and and it allows you to be able to flow in your purpose without so yes. many obstacles without so many interruptions without the delays and the things that can hinder you and, and hold you back and you could be free and, and be liberated yes absolutely absolutely so at this point i don't get to pick and choose because again of the years of investment i definitely have solidified for me even though i have you know all these different components going on. Music and wellness are my priorities. Those are my, again, it's passion and it's purpose um, at work, meaning they are partners together. My work alone. Yeah, they're partners together. Yes, indeed. Very well defined. So Priscilla, what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick break on the Primetime Power Show. While we're on break, we're also going to play one of your selections, Blessed Assurance. And then on the other side, we're going to talk about you as the speaker because we know how powerful and impactful that particular gift can be as well. We're going to continue on the other side talking about being a speaker, having opportunities, being able to share and what it can do for your audience. So we'll pick that up on the other side. Once again, we're on the Primetime Power Show right here live on Primetime Power Radio, Primetime Power Line, special guest interview with Priscilla Woodson. We'll be right back on the other side on the Primetime Power Show. We'll be back. Welcome back to the Primetime Power Show right here live on Primetime Power Radio. And we're here with our special guest interview on the Primetime Power Line, Priscilla Woodson. And once again, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Before we went on break, I was talking to you in regards to being in the role of a speaker. And we know when you are in that position, you have an opportunity to share some valuable information and you're able to encourage as well in regards to the audience that you're uh, talking to. So how would you define what your particular style is that you deliver and what is the typical end goal that you want to have? What do you want to accomplish in those moments when you have an opportunity to speak to others? Ooh, you got some good questions. Oh, thank so, you very much. Um, yes. So my approach is always walking in the authenticity of me. 
So, um, again, with the gifting of music, first of all, I'm going to help relax myself and I'm going to sing something. <laughs> um, depending upon, again, what, where I'm at, the event is, um, whether it's a sacred environment, secular environment, I, again, I put the song in the atmosphere to help, again, to, to, to bring attention to something that they're familiar with. Mm -hmm. So that, again, begin to set an atmosphere. And then the way I typically prepare, too, is it's depending upon whatever the topical study is or, or what the theme is, I put, I place myself in the position of that topic. Yes. And then I really begin to own and feel and sense and touch, you know, um, you know, what is it, you know, if uh, the topic is about, what is it the coordinator is really wanting, wanting me to convey. So, and the other approach is, is I bring truth. So when you get me, you're not only going to get my power, but you're going to get transparency because that's the only way I know how to come at you. That's the only way I know how to present myself that allows me, again, to continue to flow in the moment because people connect with real life truths. They that's know right. when you are not authentic. So everything about me is raw, real and rhythmic. Definitely. So um, so as a result, I also further, you know, set it up, build upon that. Mm -hmm. And then now I'm, I'm bringing out my points of power, if you will, to solidify, again, the whole reason of why. I was called to help, you know, really raise awareness um, to the topic at hand or to expand upon something or, e or even to celebrate. So I put my whole self in it. So um, I don't believe in shortcutting anything because I know greater is in me and I know capacity is in me. So since I serve an excellent God, that's that's the way I show up, whether it be personally, professionally or creatively and, and make all of that come together. Absolutely. So you definitely um, that's, that's that my, my formula. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. That's you want to be, and as you mentioned, you want to be relatable. So you being yeah. transparent definitely ushers the way into that. So one of the yeah. things that I also uh, found out about you is that you're a licensed pastor. And I know you probably had plenty of opportunities to offer some spiritual counseling. So describe yes. what you would provide and how it differs from traditional counseling, because we know they both uh, have have a purpose of you know help and trying to get individual or family or whatever the scenario is to a better place and state but talk about the difference between being able to offer spiritual counseling versus the traditional aspect of it so so from the pastoral care um so of course now is this weird a sacred environment so now we're literally are going to bring in principles and concepts to the person's belief system Again, so my role is to support them and holding them accountable to that, which they say um, where they receive um, their insight, their direction, where they see their foundation, who holds them accountable. Um, um, so I, I help them in, re in remembering, OK, so are you using these principles to the God that you say that you that you believe? So, for example, if they give me a scenario, then I will bring out that principle that supports their scenario to support mm -hmm. them where they are to see, OK, are you really honoring this or are you devaluing yourself because you're not? even honoring who you say you are right. um, as it relates to a person of integrity and a person that believes. So when you're talking about just regular counseling, um, I don't just automatically bring up any type of, uh, um, um, as, re as it relates to any type of, of religion and things of that nature, I allow the spirit of God to lead it um, in that regard. But depending upon, again, how the conversation is going, depending upon key words, of course, I'm leading to a spiritual foundation because everything about, um, again, our belief 
belief systems. It is designed to provide us principles and concepts that regulate everything that we say that we are. And we have to believe whether whether you believe or not. Somebody created you. So therefore, you are accountable to, to someone. So I want to support people not uh, being clear about who you accountable to. Absolutely. Because we, we, we can't you can't be out here on your own, which you can, but you should not be anticipating specific outcomes when in fact you're not following um, um, teachings or principles and concepts that have not been tested tight, tried and true. So I separate the two. So if they're coming for pastoral care, now I am going to bring more faith-based content to the right. table. Yes. Um, and make sure they even understand what the truth is. Because, you know, because as you, um, I'm sure you experience in life, we all experience, we have different forms of truth. We have our truth and we have the truth. <laughs> yes, indeed. Some of the, the truths we, we we made up, there's nothing about it factual. Mm-hmm. So, but then when you're talking about just your, your holistic counseling and, and life coaching and any form of counseling, first of all, all of my counseling is holistic, meaning I treat the whole person. Since you take the whole person everywhere, we're going to deal with every aspect of you in mind, body, and spirit as it relates your mind talking about your imagination your creativity how you thinking how you processing and then what are you doing to cultivate that that's going to support you again and being having ingenuity and, and thinking from an optimistic perspective and the body are you physically engaged and present with whatever is going on whether it be internally or externally because it's, it's time that we show up and be present and, and stop just being present and absent at the same time and spirit ever assessing self you know self-reflection what's going on you know and we begin to deal with that all those three components it, it supports you being uh, again back to being well back to you being um position yourself to have balance um if you will so all those things um three things are grounding and i all holistic practices are part of any type of counseling that i do so and then depending upon the counseling i actually um incorporate my wellness programs in all of my forms of counseling because again the reason why you're there is to do your best work so again i support the client and, and doing the actual work that's going to support, whether it be the healing process, maturing crop process, the growing process, the evolving process, the expanding process, or wherever they may be personally, professionally, and creatively. Yeah, one of the things I saw on your website talking about your wellness programs, uh, you there was a statement that said uh, introspective personal discovery at yeah. its finest. So that's one of the things that gets accomplished from that you actually answered my uh my holistic coaching question so you must have knew that i was just about to ask you that (laughs) so which is great because now i can go to my next question um so one of the things that we see nowadays is that people are very different so as a pastor i wanted i wanted to get your viewpoint i wanted to get your perspective how do you think people are responding to the word of god nowadays and do you think the sheep are really still receptive to the shepherd what's your thought Um, on that well, let's de- deal with the first question about how we're different. It's so funny you should bring that that specific word up because in my, the, my latest project that I released entitled As I Am, which is an album, workbook, and course, one of the topical studies in the workbook talking about mental health centered on self-discovery is fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm-hmm. What, and what that says is, who are you and what makes you different? We have this word different, first of all, is not even being properly viewed. For an example, if someone is, is born without a limb, we call them society they're deformed when in fact how right. do you miss something you never had different mm-hmm. is not a bad thing mm-hmm. everything organically about the word different means to attract meaning god equipped us all to attract and peel different things different people different ethnicities so that again so that everything about what he has assigned for us all people will have the opportunity to um you know to to be ministered to so different is not bad everything about 
us. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. You have a unique um, fingerprint, thumbprint, um, um, DNA, everything about you. Uh, everything about you is, is, it is good. Now, there are some things that are bad, but we need to really stop putting negativity in that word different. As far as the people responding, I do feel like people are still out there responding. I think we're just doing it in a different way. Um, um, I know a lot of people have been, you know, hurt by um, the, the church community, but they, even though they might be hurt, they might not be necessarily going to the temple. You best believe, again, thanks to self-care, self-help, and self-discovery, they're they're getting um, some of the substance as far as the, the teaching and every and, and things of that nature just from different people, different components, and there are people still out there that are thirsting, hungry for that which is right. And they are placing themselves in, in different um, environments that's conducive to them being ministered to and being fed and being and teaching and still going out doing ministry. Those people do still exist. Matter of fact, with an uh, 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 arts and entertainment community, that's that's part of the people, again, um, that I provide pastoral care to. People that, you know, that are not necessarily church. Um, being a bereavement psalmist, I'm providing care, again, to people that are ne not necessarily church. But guess what? They seem to know where to go to get what they need from a, from a spiritual uh, perspective. People are out there really um, are, I would say, um, like you're rammed to the bush. And people don't even know these people are out here because they've been, again, they've been in the field, they've been grassroots. So the church don't even um, not only give them opportunity, speaking from personal experience, but they just dismiss them when in fact the world recognizes those people that's been grassroots. Again, that's been real, that's been in their faces, you know, come down to where they are just like how, how Jesus did. So um, I still do believe that the church is still the vehicle. And I believe now, um, you know, unbeknownst to this pandemic, we have now the opportunity to do something different. Look at God. The question is, is what are we doing now? Now we can meet the people differently by responding differently and, and going out amongst them mm -hmm. and coming out from um, 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 these walls. So I think that the church is the, 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 um, um, the, the vessel itself, the edifice is still a tool. It's still uh, a beacon. It is. It, I, I know for me, sometimes, Sometimes you just need to be inside the church so that you can feel everything, the depth and, uh, and everything about the spirit of God um, and his essence and, and, and all those different things. And then every now and then, too, you need to be outside. I say we need both. Yeah, the outreach. Absolutely. Yes, yeah, we I, need both. Yeah, I was going to ask you about the pandemic effect in regards to mm -hmm. what, what the church is doing. Obviously, there's a different mentality. Um, we're, we're in the new norm, as, as they say, one of the many things they say about the times now. But uh, one of the things I think you captured is that we have to be agile we have to adapt and we we have to yes. find creative ways and you know with, with the beauty of technology etc bringing it where people are and being yes. able to cater in a way where you can still resemble and show God in his fullness and in his truth. Yes, yes. So uh, what I wanted to do, I, I had a few more things, but we, we got to kind of wrap up. But I, I definitely <laughs> wanted to talk to you about the As I Am. And you talked about that. You talked about yeah. the album and the workbook. Um, And yeah. the album, I, I believe you released it in November 2021. Yes. Uh, nine yes. tracks that's available. Yes. And definitely go to the website and support, please, uh, everyone. And just a lot of great things. Talk about the As I Am. Uh, mm -hmm. Summarize that. Um, 
in regards to what the purpose of that was because as I am, that's a powerful statement. That Ooh, that's me. That, that I'm coming as me. I'm not coming as a perception Mm-mm. or anything fake or Mm-mm. false. And I'm coming with my flaws and all that other stuff. What what was what yes. was the drive in regards to uh, creating that theme and all the materials around that? So again, just going back to wellness, I I, I knew what it meant to be broken. And I be, again, I've been serving the the, the faith based community well over 35 years in in a role of uh, in leadership roles. In addition to again working grassroots in the field, thanks to the, the arts and entertainment um, ministry, and I continue to see what I was seeing, which was brokenness. And because God gave me this ability to write wellness programs, He says time to take this to the masses. So as I am, first of all, the I am is God, and as I am is oneself, and it is as I am, and as I am, our partners together, working together. So again, it's an album, it's a course, and a workbook. So even though each project can stand alone, why should it? Why not again use again this heart module? Um, because all of these together are comprehensive. Um, uh, is a comprehensive experience that demonstrate how passion, purpose, creativity promote wellness. So as I am, for an example, is my demonstration of passion and purpose, mm-hmm. which is music and wellness. It's also the approach is identifying the authenticity of self. So now the workbook, the course, now give other ones because remember, as I am is just not me is oneself give others that opportunity again to get connected not only with their mental health let's get connected with discovering so that you can begin to reinvent yourself because you spent some time with yourself and not just scared because of all this isolation and you don't know what to do and things of that nature this was a good time for us to do some homework so now we had the isolation as i am says it's now time to get to work we don't you don't know what work looks like this is why we got the workbook the workbook is set up strategically for you to do that because now you're going to contextually add your content to your workbook meaning this is not my work this is your work so the workbook is comprised of um, nine topical studies that's going to support you identifying what your best of work is like into my thesaurus fearfully wonderful made beliefs to your human experience lighthearted music amusement living your values chase passion not paper bounce back the common attraction don't worry be happy seriously yeah so now you begin to identify your truths in these areas so that you are clear on what your vested work is. So this is just a starting point Mm -hmm. of a wellness program. So when you are ready, you complete this. Now we can go to the next program, depending upon where you at. What are we doing? Person, professionally, creatively. Where we at? So, but we got to start somewhere. So this, this, as I am workbook supports anyone that's ready to now deal with this isolation. What showed up? I'm ready to put you to work. Fantastic. That That is just a, a wonderful project. And I know you have so much that you offer. Fortunately, we got to wrap up. I, I did have some more questions, but we do got to wrap up. But before yes. we, we close, Priscilla, just give people your information. Definitely give them the website because there's so much stuff we didn't even touch on. The books, Inspire yeah. the Greatness, Inspire for Greatness, the music, uh-huh. being able to learn so much. So give your website, uh, give your social media information, any phone numbers, just any general details that you want to relay to our audience at this time so uh, anyone can connect with me um on at my website which is priscillawoodson.com facebook priscilla woodson instagram lady soltress so 
they can contact me by way of my, my website. So my website um, has a contact session that uh, um, that allows them to capture their email so that I can respond. They're looking for booking or what have you. Again, the website is designed to capture all of that. So PriscillaWoodson.com captures everything they need to get in contact with me. Also, I'm going to add, Priscilla, that you have a shop on your website and all these great items that we talked about in regards to the music, audio, yes. books, uh, the coaching, etc. All of that information is on and available at PriscillaWoodson.com. Unfortunately, we're going to have to close out, Priscilla, but I enjoyed the conversation immensely. I want to thank you once again for being a part of the Primetime Power Show tonight, and I hope those out there enjoyed the interview as well. And we're going to have to do this again, and we'll, we'll definitely yes. be in touch. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Derek, for this opportunity. Uh, you're quite welcome. You be blessed. <laughs> Likewise. Thank you.